the Manitoba High School Boot Camp over spring break here in 2023. Today, I'm joined by Kyle Coffey, the man, the myth, the legend, to talk all about it, how it went, what the goal was, and some of the outcomes. Hi, folks. My name is Cam. I am the host of the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations so that together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. And today I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, Kyle Coffey. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, Cam. I, I can only imagine we have just wrapped up the final dinner of our three-day Pro-Life High School uh, boot camp here. I'm sure that's a bit of a, a weight off of your shoulders. How are you doing? Are you, uh, the tenseness, the, the shoulders loosen up a little bit now. I think I'll sleep good tonight. Yes, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a roller coaster of a ride, but it's gone really well. Well, you have definitely earned a good night's sleep. Um, I, I want to dive into it here, Kyle. Mm-hmm. So we started talking about the idea of doing a high school boot camp. I, I don't know what six, eight months ago, something like that. The idea. So our colleagues in Toronto have been doing a boot camp out there for the last two or three years with high school students, maybe even a little longer than that. And when we started talking about the boot camp, we had some pretty clear goals in mind for what we wanted to get out of it. And I'm, I'm wondering if you can walk us through what your goals were for this crash course. And then we'll dive into um, how they kind of unfolded and takeaways from it. But what were the goals going into this three-day program for high school students here? Yeah, so the goal for going into it was to first recruit a large contingent mm. of the youth from this province and then give them the tools that they need to be compassionate, compelling, pro-life advocates. And that way when they go onto campuses and in later years, they can bring that experience, bring those skills out onto the university campus, into the workforce or to our internship Mm. programs and uh, our volunteer teams. Well, if that's the goal, then I think that, that it's delivered in spades. We're going to get into it in just a moment, but a little bit more info about it. So every morning we started off with some training, we uh, foundational conversation skills, some higher level stuff, talking about how to have good conversations with post-abortive mothers and fathers. And like I said, engaging the youth in Manitoba here. We had 23, I think, 23, mm-hmm. 23. Y- young men and women um, participate in this. And as you not only gave some of the talks, but also witnessed everything that was unfolding, the, the kids getting more and more comfortable. What were kind of your highlights? What did, what did you see unfolding in front of your own eyes of, of these young men and women getting more comfortable and confident? How did you see it from your perspective? I think one uh, anecdote that really sticks out to me um, beyond the classroom, beyond the activism was when we were coming back from activism, every time it seemed like in the vans, people were constantly talking about their activism experience, mm. talking about what happened, talking about how they could answer those questions better, just showing a, a real interest in the content that we were giving and applying it in the outreach. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the goal. And it's been cool. Um, in, in a few minutes here, we're going to dive into some of the interviews that I've been able to conduct with some of the participants and, and how they kind of went from being really nervous to to more and more confident as the, the three days unfolded. And so that was obviously hitting the goal, the, the goal of not only getting these young people out to this program, but also equipping them with the tools. And I, I think it's fair to say, hopefully engaging them and empowering them to be a part of the volunteer team because you've been running the, the Manitoba Initiative for CCBR for six years now, I want to say, which, which is pretty incredible. 2017 is when you launched it. Um, 
and maybe maybe give us a little bit of background about kind of the ups and downs of the Manitoba team and how you see these 23 young men and women kind of building and bolstering the team that you already have existing here in Manitoba. Yeah, so great question. Um, in the years prior to COVID, we had a strong volunteer team that was building. Um, that got depleted over the, the lockdowns, as people might expect. And so it's been a matter of rebuilding since then. And I really look forward to the fruit that's going to come from this boot camp to rebuild our teams and grow them even beyond where they were before. Gotcha. Well, well, let's dive into a few interviews with the participants. And then, Kyle, you and I are going to talk a little bit more after those interviews to talk about what is going to happen going forward here in Manitoba. All right. Our first one up, Chloe. How you doing? Just finished the high school camp here in Winnipeg. How you doing? Doing great. How are you? I am living the dream. I'm thrilled to be out here in Winnipeg and to have worked on campus and do some training with such an incredible team of young men and women. And I got to ask, so when you signed up for this program, this three-day boot camp here in Winnipeg, what was going through your mind? Were, were you excited about it? Was something that like you kind of, well, it's pro-life, whatever, I'll do it. I don't have anything else going on. Where were you at coming into the program? So I've always been like really passionate kind of about pro-life and teaching people but I didn't know where to start and so I came into this and I was like well I guess I'll just try it out I'll see what it is I had no idea we were going to talk to people on the streets so that was a surprise but it was great super cool well let's dive into it I'm so glad that you were able to join us so we spent the last three days getting training on how to have good conversations and then a little bit of time every day at the University of Manitoba talking to people about abortion and like you mentioned you weren't necessarily anticipating that how did it go what, what was your takeaway from spending time on campus actually talking to real people about abortion using the skills that you learned it was really like encouraging to see how many people responded in a really great way there were obviously a few that didn't respond that great but you just let it roll off your back and have good conversations with those that want to listen that's awesome. I, I am so excited for what's going on here in Winnipeg and all of the pro-life outreach that Kyle and the team are doing out here. And I guess my last one for you. So the week is over. Um, people might be able to hear in the background some of the people wrapping up from our dinner that we just had banquet, kind of celebrating these last three days. If somebody was thinking about doing pro-life outreach, doing a, a training program like this, whether in Winnipeg or anywhere else in the world, what kind of words of encouragement could you offer them to suggest that maybe if this is out of their comfort zone, maybe they've never done anything like this before, they should still give it a shot. I'd say you got to put the babies first. So think about the ones that can't speak for themselves and just think that you're saving lives by doing this. Fantastic. I think those are incredibly um, profound words and, and very wise that, that this is about preborn children and protecting the weakest, most vulnerable members of the human family. So thanks a ton for giving us the last three days of your spring break to be able to talk to people, learn how to have these good conversations. It's been a joy getting to know you, and I'm thrilled for what we have coming up um, here in Manitoba and for the role that you play in the pro-life movement. Dominic, volleyball champion, volleyball coach, man extraordinaire. How you doing, sir? Um, I mean, I think I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I think you're doing pretty good. Oh, uh, I gotta ask you, so, so we just finished the last three days doing pro-life yeah. outreach here in Winnipeg, and for a lot of people, this was a little bit of a step outside of their comfort zone. And, and I'm curious, for you coming into these three days, before it started, were you really fired up? Were you kind of nervous? Where were you at coming into it? Well, I mean, my my sister, she's mm. involved with these kind of things, right? So, I mean, I, I kind of have a vague idea, and I've done something similar to this, but it was more 
it was a much more smaller event and it was in the church right yeah and so i kind of had a vague idea of what was going to happen but i gotta say this was a lot better it was a lot mm. more fun and you were a lot more into it yeah and I was actually, I was expecting that when we would go out on the streets, we'd be watching you guys mm. uh, talking to the people <laughs> and we'd just get uh, points and whatever. And maybe get a couple tips when you're at the school, right? So it was, it was similar and yet it was a lot more involved with mm. than what I was actually expecting. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, th that's really cool. And I'm glad that you were able to get some experience of your own actually having conversations with people about abortion. Oh, yeah. Every morning we started with some training and then every afternoon we went to the University of Manitoba and talked to students about abortion. How did you find that? I mean, it's the first couple of times it's it's a it's nerve-wracking because you don't want to mess up. You don't want to make them more strong in their belief of the pro-choice, right? Yeah. And so you're you has you're hesitant to talk mm -hmm. at first. I find in my case, the best thing to do was anticipate talking to them when they're some ways away so that then when you get that moment mm. of panic, yeah. <laughs> they're within a good space that you can quickly recover it and yeah. start talking to them again or start talking to them, not again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. And, and that's what it's all about. In, in the last week here, we talked to just under 200 people was it at the many? University of Manitoba. What's that? It's, it was that many? Yeah, 197 oh, wow. okay. people at the University of Manitoba. Um, and, and it's so cool that, that um, high school students like yourself willing to have those conversations and, and some of them don't unfold exactly the way, the way that we want them to. Some of them, people are really interested. Sometimes people have never thought about the abortion issue before. Mm. And I guess kind of my last question for you is like, bearing all of that in mind, the people that you talk to, the training that you got through the week, what kind of words of encouragement or empowerment might you have for somebody who, you know, they know that they're pro-life, they know they want to do something, but they're just a little bit apprehensive or a little bit nervous to take the plunge and, and take that next step. Mm. So, I mean, if you truly believed what you were doing is right, no matter what the other people are doing, mm. as long as you stay strong to your belief, you should be able to pull through, no matter what they throw at you, whether they curse you insult you or whatever or just give you a hard time you try your best mm. right and yeah you just you do what you think is right exactly exactly and and it's been great to be able to work with all of the participants we've had four or five staff members all through and and diving in conversations at times and and debriefing conversations afterwards and it's been really cool to see all of the participants yourself included dominic in growing, feeling more comfortable, getting more confident in having those conversations. And so thanks a ton for joining me, not only here on the podcast, but for the last three days of, of training and outreach. It's been really cool to get to know you and, and to see you and the entire team doing pro-life outreach on campus. Thanks. I mean, it was, it was great working with you. We are a great instructor. All right, another one of our participants for this uh, three-day boot camp that we just hosted here in Winnipeg. Brooklyn, I got to ask, before you launched into this three days of training and activism, what was going through your mind? Were you really excited about the idea of doing some pro-life outreach? Or was this kind of something that you could do during your, your spring break that you didn't really know what it was going to be all about, but you know what, you were willing to give it a little bit of a shot anyways? I was really excited to go and do something I was very passionate about. Um, I wasn't super sure what it was going to be like on campus, and I was kind of nervous. I'm not a, a big 
people talker because I love to talk, but I always freeze when I'm talking about important things. So I was scared that I just wasn't going to be able to communicate what I was trying to convey. But I think overall, by the end, it was it was really good. That's awesome to hear. And and honestly, as somebody who was walking around and helping out with conversations over the display, I I never would have said that about you. You seem very natural and very confident. And and I guess. What was it like kind of in, in the heat of the moment, talking to people on campus? Because I feel like a lot of people can get behind the idea of getting training, learning more about how to have good conversations, but actually having the rubber hit the road in talking to real people about abortion. How did you find that, talking to university students? The first day, I was very, very, very scared. And I, I was like, I don't feel really ready. And I knew the stuff, but I didn't know it well enough to communicate it. But by the second or third day, I was like, I wanted to go out there. I was nervous a little bit, but once I got started talking, I, I could have been there all day today just talking to the people. And yeah, you get a lot of hate for it, but you also get a lot of really good conversations from it. Absolutely. And that's so encouraging. And, and that's a, a pattern that we see for so many people. This idea of like, oh, this is way outside of my comfort zone. And then by the end of getting a little bit of practice, just a hunger to talk to more and more people. And so my last question. So somebody listened to the podcast who has learned a lot about how to have conversations but might be a little bit nervous about actually getting out there, whether it's on a campus, whether it's just talking to a friend or a family member, what kind of words of encouragement might you have to help them get over the hump and actually have that conversation? I would say even if you're not a big personal speaker, um, they equip you with the perfect amount of information to have really good conversations. Like They prepare you just like with all you need, all the tools, and it, it doesn't take very long. It doesn't take a lot of practice. And by the third day, like, I, I could have really, really good conversations and defend all my arguments. It was really, really, really good. Fantastic. Brooklyn, thanks a ton, not only for these last three days, not only for joining me here on the podcast, but also I'm really excited for everything we got coming down the tube for your involvement with the ARPA Club here in Winnipeg and everything going on here in Winnipeg in the pro-life movement. Thanks a ton. Thanks. The man, the myth, the legend, Isaias. The soccer player, the singer, everything. How you doing, mister? I'm doing well. Good, good, good. So you just helped us out with the last three days of pro-life outreach and training here in Winnipeg. I got to ask you, though, coming into this program, what was going through your mind? Were you super fired up? Did you know this was going to be a, a really good opportunity? Were you a little bit nervous? What was it like coming into this? So I was, at first, um, I was... I heard about this through my cousin, Rose, um, at a wedding, okay. um, and I didn't really think much about it, and actually, uh, it didn't look like I was going to end up doing it, but then I was talking to my friend, his name's Jaden, and uh, I just like, should we just, should, let's just, let's just both do this, like, we don't really, we wouldn't, we didn't really know enough mm. about how to defend our view on abortion, and like, I guess we just wanted to it would be a great idea just to be able to provide uh, a, like, a, good, a good, strong argument for our own side and our own view. So that was a big reason that we decided to come here. That's awesome. I'm so glad you did because for so many people, right, like everyone, you might know that, that you're against abortion in all situations, but how to articulate that can be really difficult. And so we did a bunch of training through the week. Every morning we started off with different ways to have compassionate, compelling conversations. And every afternoon we went out and did outreach. And I, I guess like through the week, when you're actually talking to people on the University of Manitoba campus, what was that like actually kind of applying some of the skills that you had, had gained through the training and talking with real people about it? Well, it was actually, at first it was very difficult, 
not getting. I find I'm 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 an outgoing person, so I I don't mind uh, getting people's attention. But this was so different because I was because uh, when I did was able to get someone's attention and be able to start a conversation, I had so many different thoughts in my mind on ways I can convert this person to uh, believing uh, that to, to to being pro-life and changing their view. Um, so the first day I felt I was really nervous and it was just like my mind was everywhere. We learned so much the first day. So, um, uh, but the second day it was really great. Just having a little bit more confidence. I had a, a cra- I had a little cra- mini crowd uh, gather around me and uh, my friend that were protesting on that day. So it was just that made it a little easier for the third day to be just to just have stronger conversations with people. And to uh, be able to reach out to them, it was it was really great. So, yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. I was able to do all this. So that's awesome, and, and I think that's the the experience of a lot of people. They come in, they learn a ton, and and then it's just a matter of learning what to say when. And I guess kind of my my last question for you. So for somebody in the audience who might, you know, they're they're completely pro life, they really care about preborn children, but they feel like this is a little bit outside of their comfort zone. You know what they're they're comfortable talking to people about, I don't know, everyday sort of topics and issues and whatnot, but maybe they've never gone and talked about something as, as deep, maybe even as controversial as abortion. What kind of words of encouragement or empowerment would you offer them to, to help them get over the hump and to, to learn a little bit and to get out there and share their pro-life worldview, ask questions, and actually talk to people about abortion? I know it, I, at the beginning it could be a little nerve-wracking, uh, you could be running into some people you know at the university. I know I did. Running, I ran into a couple people I used to either play soccer with or uh, went to school with, and it's um, and it's a little, it's it's very humbling because you're here trying to protect the lives of the innocent, and not many people see it that way. So, um, but it's, I think it's, it's a very, um, it's a very humble way of mm. of showing your support in a, in a little I think it's a pretty pretty uh, a pretty great way of showing it uh, it it's difficult because it, it's it's hard to show your opinion when it's a lot of people can hate you for it yeah uh, but I if, if you d- believe that's the right thing to do this is a great place to to be able to build up your opinion and to and to share it with great and to learn with great people and to be able to uh, have great stories and talk to people that don't have the same beliefs but can, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And 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 at the end of the day, like even if the conversations don't go exactly the way that you want them to, at the end of the day, you do what you can to showcase the fact that abortion directly and intentionally kills the weakest, most vulnerable member of the human family. And by sharing that with compassion, with support, with with confidence, you're able to help people see that. This isn't the way that we should be solving problems. We don't solve problems by killing innocent humans. And that the pro-life worldview is actually super reasonable. And so by doing that, that's so cool that you have an opportunity to actually showcase this to people around you and and know that people are actually thinking about this in a different way. And so I, I really appreciate your um, involvement not only over the last three days and joining me here on the podcast, but also in being a, a defender of these preborn children who need people like you and I so much, and they need people like you in the audience as well. So thanks a ton, Isaiah. It's been great getting to know you, yeah. and, and I look forward to other pro-life stuff here and wherever um, your soccer career and everything else takes you. So thanks a ton. Yes, thank you so much. It's been really fun. 
All right, another one of the legends who joined us for this Winnipeg Week of Action, another high school student. Gus, how you doing, sir? Oh, not too bad, Cam. Good, good, good. So I've got to ask you, leading off, like I've asked a bunch of the other participants as well, so the idea of doing three days of pro-life training and outreach, was that something that going into it you were like super excited about and fired up and you knew this was the best thing that you could be doing? Or was this something that was a little bit intimidating, a little bit out of your comfort zone? What was going through your mind coming into this? Well, at first I was, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to, to do this. So I, I was actually thinking of dropping out and I thought that three days was going to be really long. But now that the three days are over, honestly, I could do another two days. I wish it was all week. It, this was a lot of fun. You and me both. I, I honestly, wrapping up our last round of activism at the University of Manitoba, so many people asking, like, could we, could we be here for a little bit longer? Can we be here for a little bit longer? I think it's so, so cool to see, especially high school students, with that dedication and de determination. And thinking of that, so thinking of the time, so we spent a bunch of time in the morning doing training on how to have good conversations, and then we applied it most afternoons in how to have those in real life, talking to real university students. And what was that like for you? Was that, did it, did it translate well? Did it, it take off right away first day? Or was it something that you kind of grew and got more comfortable with as the week progressed? Um, I mean, the first day I was kind of nervous, but my first inter uh, my first talk I had with uh, someone went really well. So then I was, I wasn't nervous then. I thought it was going to be nice and easy and then the second day came along and i was i i i felt very scared because this group this group of people had come up and started asking me questions and it, it was intimidating that's for sure and but today i felt a lot stronger and a lot yeah i felt a lot better today and it went well Gotcha. I'm so glad. And, and I'm so glad that you, you took the plunge, right? I mean, from going from almost dropping out to doing the week to having a, a good week and getting a lot of training. And I'm so thankful that you were able to, to be a part of this. And I wonder for somebody who might be in a similar position, right? Somebody who maybe, maybe they have applied, been accepted, and then dropped down of a few things because they got a little bit gun shy getting into it. They got a little bit nervous going into it. What words of encouragement would you offer them to help them to take the plunge, to take that next step in doing pro-life outreach and getting out there and talking to people in their community, maybe in their family or their workplace, about this issue of abortion? Well, I think that if you don't do it, who will? Mm. That's one thing I always ask myself for anything. If I don't do it, then who will? Yeah, and I'm so glad that you did and that you continue to do so. And so I, I'm thrilled that you were be able to be a part of the week. I'm fired up for what, what's going to happen. Coming out of this week, I'm looking forward to all the volunteer outreach and everything happening in Winnipeg. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll get you in Calgary for one of our internships one of these years. Uh, but Gus, thanks a ton for taking the plunge, for being a part of this really cool week, being a part of the community, um, and just everything that you've brought to these last three days. So thanks a ton. Yeah, no problem, Cam. All right, folks, those are some of the incredible participants who came in and did this program. 23 of them in total did the program. I am so excited for what's happening right now. Kyle, what, what is your kind of takeaway? Like, where is the, the temperature at for you with regards to the prospects and coming up here in Manitoba, especially building into the summer? I think there's a lot of participants from this boot camp who are really excited about what happened this week. 
and want to take that fire going forward. There's been a lot of interest in volunteering. I had a lady approach me afterwards to volunteer. Um, other people deeply considering either the internship or the outreach leader program. And so I think there's a lot of buzz right now and we'll see what comes of it. Love it. Last question for you. Yeah, mentioned it just then, the Outreach Leader Program. So we talk often on the Pro-Life Guys podcast um, about our parent organization, CCBR, and the internships that we run in Calgary and Toronto. We're going to have lots more coming down the tube for those. But Kyle, share with us a little bit of this opportunity for outreach leaders here in Manitoba, because for some people, they're not able to travel to Calgary or Toronto, or maybe they're from there and they want a different experience. They want to come somewhere like Winnipeg. What have you got coming down the tube here in the summer with regards to your outreach leader position? Yeah, so the outreach leader position uh, involves getting some of the similar training that you would get as an intern out in Calgary or Toronto. Um, and then doing outreach on a part-time basis mm. here in Winnipeg. So it's very similar to the internship program, just a bit scaled back for those who are looking for a part-time opportunity and who want to stay local to, to Winnipeg. Cool. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of getting as many boots on the ground as humanly possible. We love getting them out to Calgary. We love getting them over to Toronto. And I'm really excited for this happening in an even greater way here in Winnipeg. We've done it for the last couple of years. I want to say two, maybe three years here in Winnipeg um, in varying capacities. I'm really excited to see even more of that here going on. Um, and for you, the audience, maybe you're from Winnipeg. Maybe you're never heard of Winnipeg in your life before but you know what you're up for an adventure and you want to you want to get plugged in Winnipeg's a great spot to do a lot of different things including pro-life work and so if you're interested check out the link in the description below um, for how you can get plugged in with Kyle and his team out here in Winnipeg maybe maybe it's a part-time position with the outreach leader maybe it's volunteering maybe it's financially partnering right because pro-life work though volunteers are the the lifeblood of volunteer work we absolutely need passionate people like you to financially partner with Kyle and the, and the Manitoba Initiative so that we can make this reality. We can have that core backbone of, of staff members who are facilitating the training and, and empowering these young people and old people as well. If, if you're an old person, if you're a senior citizen living in Winnipeg, we want you out here as well, um, changing minds, saving lives. And so thanks a ton for tuning in. Thank you, Kyle, for all the work that you're doing here in Manitoba for hosting um, this three-day boot camp. And may God bless each and every one of you in the audience, wherever you are at and whatever time of the day it is in your neck of the woods. Thanks a ton.